Hello, everybody, and welcome to Devil Fruit Punch, the podcast where we read One Piece and then we talk about it. I am, of course, your host, the mighty and noble John, and joining me on this shitty podcast is Patrick. Hello, everybody in podcast land. Thank you for joining us today. And also joining me is Matt. A vasty hearties. Uh, starting to warm up around here a little bit again, so I'm in a sunny mood. Hell yeah, we love to hear it. Today, we're going to have our first ever mini episode. That's right, it's a momentous occasion, as we will be discussing episodes, sorry, chapters 53 through 68 of the One Piece manga. So, let's go ahead and get right into it. Um, I have one question for you guys. I have several answers, John. Yes? If you had to eat your own leg on a desert island, (laughs) how would you prepare it? I would say not well enough to last 70 days, that's for sure. (laughs) It was like three months or something. (laughs) Yeah, that was a stretch. Man, yeah. uh, I mean, how do you even do it at that point, right? Like, unless you just kind of make a jerky out of it by letting it cook in the sun. I don't know. Are toenails nutritious? Because those would stretch five days. Man, at that point, I think you're eating whatever you can that's not rock. That's true. He he didn't have access to, like, fire, right? Because there wasn't any trees or anything on the island? Yeah. It was just a rock, right? Just a rock. It was just rock, yeah. Okay, well, Dude. let's expand it Check then it and imagine what if you did have trees and you could make a fire? So, there's an episode of Hannibal where uh, he does cook and prepare uh, a person's leg at a dinner party. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just going to say, however he did that, I would I would rewatch the episode <laughs> and I would do exactly before, that. Before you go on the run. Yes, yes that's yeah. what I'm doing when the, uh, the sea rack happens. I'm rewatching Hannibal in the, in the kitchen. So if, if conditions were perfect, I think what I would like to do is to, uh, cut the leg meat into 70 chunks and then flour them a little bit Ooh. and then fry them in like a pan of butter. Get a nice yeah. sear on them. Uh, little, uh, and then, leg balls gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I would take some coconut milk from the island, from the coconuts, and I would make a braising liquid. Mm. And I would make a little like stone oven to really like soften that meat up, you know, because yeah. you get that good sear on the outside for that like crunchy chew. But then I assume human meat is pretty tough. So you want to really break down that connective tissue as much as possible. So I think, I think that's how I would do it. And then, you know, after you're done with the braising liquid, you can throw that in the pan that you fried the, the, the food in, get some of that, scrape some of that fond off the bottom and make a little gravy to pour over it. So it won't be as dry. On the inside, you know, you can shred it apart, get it nice and moist. That's Man, what I you think. Came, you came in guns loaded. You, you've really thought this one through. <laughs> Next week on Cooking for Cannibals, we're going <laughs> to examine uh, how to best prepare arm and back fat. Oh, my gosh. I, I think Zeph's leg is certainly going to be a bit tougher than mine. Uh, so I don't know how he got through that. Yeah, mine would be Wagyu. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
yeah, you also have to not bleed out. <laughs> and then you have to yeah. like, take care of your giant wound. Now you can't walk anywhere to get anything else to do anything else. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. That I mean, a, he did a put a tourniquet face. on. I think I saw a tourniquet there. So. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yep, from his shirt or pant I leg just, or something. Oh, I just, oh, you mean like when he was smashing it with the rock? Oh, I, th- I think after, you know, you need less pant when you have less leg. So I, I think he used that material <laughs> to just kind of. You know, seal off the window tourniquet. I thought it showed him sitting there and he had just like the bare, like the pant legs were the same length. There was just no leg in. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. One of the legs of the pant. And he was just sitting there. And that's when, (laughs) uh, uh, God, what's his name? Shiraji? Sanji? Sanji. Sanji and Zen. Sanji. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When Sanji uh, walked up there and was like, Oh my God! You cut off your leg. Yeah, well, uh, and and uh, uh, this is very much a sequence where if you want to start poking around, um, there's some things that do strain credulity a little bit. Um, but I think at that point you're kind of missing the emotional impact <laughs> of the story. But um, yeah. before we get into that, though, we do have to talk about my very favorite design, uh, which I say very sarcastically: uh, Iron Wall Pearl who is a character who is so disgusting to me to look at. (laughs) It's just utterly repellent. Maybe my least favorite design in the entire comic, (laughs) but certainly my least favorite design up to this point. (laughs) How did did you feel about the shield guy, Patrick? Uh, Patrick. uh, Oh yeah. Sorry. He's good. Give me like, give me like two minutes. Uh, (laughs) My girlfriend lost her contact in her eye. I'm going to see if I can see it. Oh yeah. Best of luck. Yeah. No worries. Give me one second. Well, I could talk I, about I, Pearl I for like 15 hours. I feel like one piece is, is more important than that, but I guess that's subjective. So. Uh, it's fine. You know, you can deal with your, your relationship with a loved one and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, your loved one will still be there when we're done with this podcast. So That's right. That's my opinion. <laughs> uh, I also wanted to point out that in the translation, they say every like Sanji always calls everything crap. Yes. Yeah. Um. I, I believe I am no expert in Japanese. I think a more uh, accurate translation would be shitty, that he's calling everything shitty. Yeah. Um, that's how all the fan translations do it, and I'm assuming that they just didn't do that for Shonen Jump because it's not like – it's more child-friendly to say crap, I guess. This I this know. is kind of um, an anime trope where – in you know, I'm not an expert on Japanese either, but uh, there's a real tendency. Japanese language, it's something about the way it's constructed. It really lends itself to applying like prefixes or suffixes. Yeah, and there's like a really classic trope of like um, adding a little thing to the end. Like a cat-like character will say words that end with nya n y a, which is like the Japanese phonetic for meow. It's if you ask a Japanese person what does a cat sound like, you know, they'll say nya instead of meow like an American would. Um, so it's like, yeah, I went down to the bank nya to get my money nya, that kind of thing. And yeah. I think, you know, the crap pirates and the crap food and the crap kitchen and the crap this and the crap that, I, I think it's a similar thing just at the beginning instead of the end. It is certainly an odd affectation to Western ears. Yeah, I'm going to butcher the translation but it, or the pronunciation rather, but it's like kaso, right? It's like mm-hmm. it's like you, it's like a word that you add to the beginning of another word where you mean it's shit it's yeah poop. it's bad <laughs> absolutely <know>? yeah <laughs> like japanese names are are like i don't think notorious is really the right word but like there are so many puns that they kind yeah. of 
very subtly slip in. And uh, all I'll say is that uh, you yourself might be surprised to find one of these uh, pun names down the road <laughs> as you continue reading that you never realized uh, was there in the first place. I, I love that. Uh, we also, I mean, in our next episode, we'll have some funny, interesting names as well. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, um, oh, and the other thing, I think we mentioned this last time, but they also actually introduced the battle fins in this. And again, I just love the concept of having okay. these extendable <laughs> fighting decks so that they can fight somewhere other than the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no other function. That's pretty cool. I agree with Luffy. That's cool. That is cool. Barney's an awesome ship. Because <laughs> they're like, yeah, just come on our ship so we can fuck you up. Like, instead of throwing grappling hooks at us and like ruining it or whatever. Yeah, we got the, like, the yeah. silverware. We got the plates inside. <laughs> come yeah. on out. Uh, Patrick, since you're back, is there anything else you want to say about Sanji's backstory? Yeah, I don't think it worked oh, wait, for well, me super well. I just, I'm curious what you have to say. Well, we, we, we got to get to that properly, right? Because we're doing the whole recap of it all. Yeah, let's talk about it. What do, okay, well, how do you guys feel about it? Patrick, do you have any thoughts on Pearl <laughs> before we do that? The wall guy? Pearl was the, uh, uh, the shields. Yeah, the wall guy? Yeah. That, that guy was interesting. Um, <laughs> fucking hate yeah. that design so much. Yeah, I, I didn't like... I thought he was like a pizza stone guy or something. I didn't know what his, uh, what his armor was. It just looked like two big pizza plates or something, but he they're like... Is it not that? Giant symbols? I think they're just something? I think they're just shields. Like he's just this enormous weird Yeah, they're just coward freak. Shields, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's got a fire ability and this just like oh he grew up in the jungle surrounded by like terrifying animals. <laughs> just I don't know what happened. It's like yeah, he had a it doesn't make any sense. It was four thirty on a Friday and he had to get that out by five PM or something. <laughs> yeah. That guy's stupid. They don't explain how he catches on fire. Or why he was on a jun- in a jungle or anything. Is, is that the guy they were talking about when they said, uh, I think it was Carne or who's the guy that looks at himself in the mirror and he's like the chef? Oh, that's um, Patty, I think. The, the yeah, Patricia. Patty. Yeah, yeah. Um, was he, remember when, was that him talking about somebody that came in and ate or drank a lot of the wine and his eyes turned red and then he exploded? Were they, talking, were they talking about Pearl or somebody else? I think that was somebody else. Um, I think that might have been okay. just a one-off like thing he, he slung out. It's a description. But yeah, tied in with the... Uh, the uh, well, I don't even remember his name. It doesn't matter. The naval officer who uh, Sanji completely owns in front of his date. But yeah, let's talk about the backstory, right? Um, you know, we finally find out what the deal is with Zeph and with Sanji. Sanji was a sort of, you know, a cook and training on this passenger ship. And there's this great scene where, you know, they basically do last call. They get all the plates back and all of the uh, seafaring cooks who have a lot more experience than Sanji does just eat the food that came back. <laughs> Sanji's disgusted by this. He thinks it's undignified and gross. And there's yeah. just a, there's a great little moment where he's like, you don't know what you're talking about. And, and like, it, it's, it's attitudes like that that prove it. We're on the ocean. You like, you cannot make any assumptions. You need to eat as much as you can and don't let anything go to waste. Um, I know you worked in a restaurant, Patrick, but when I worked in a restaurant, I 100% did this. I worked at a fairly Everyone upscale restaurant. <laughs> I was a, I was a dishwasher. So the food that came back would be like 
you know, a, a perfectly sautéed duck breast with one oh, bite taken man. out of it. And I would be like, that's, hell yeah, I'm going to fucking way... eat this like a hot pocket in my hand while I wash dishes. Oh, that's that's way fancier than the restaurant <laughs> I work at. I think it doesn't matter what kind of, I think it doesn't matter if you work at a Waffle House or if you work at the, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, the one of the Gaylord Texan or whatever, the yeah. five-star hotel things are. Like, everybody does this. I, yeah, I agree with you. I'm just saying it wasn't even a question for me. Like, the food... I was reminiscing about all the food I used to eat off people's plates. Yeah, sure. Who <laughs> yeah. does it? I, so I worked in a kitchen and, and the only reason this didn't happen was because it was so lax. We could literally just prepare entrees for ourselves and just eat them in the in the dishwashing room and get away with that. No you, problem. We we could do that too. But sometimes like if someone ordered a steak and oh, they, like, barely touched it or yeah. they had, like, one bite, you're like, oh, I'm totally eating that. Yeah, I definitely would have. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> in a heartbeat. <laughs> You take it to the back room and just put it on the and just like, like <laughs> yeah, real fast. Have, have, yeah, and just start eating it. <laughs> I, <laughs> or so I've you, seen people. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think that actually rang pretty true to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, think, I think that was, uh, it was spot on. Especially on a boat. Like, I think, like, you know, Sanjay makes a comment about the bread being a little moldy or something. Oh, no, never mind. That's that's down the road. But yeah, you, you just can't be picky. Throwing it out. Yeah. But we also found out about Sanji's dream here, uh, which I, I really like Sanji's dream. I really like the notion of the all blue. It's something that seems simultaneously wonder like wondrous, but also the kind of thing that if you don't think like Sanji does, it's just kind of like, oh, place with all the fish. Okay, it's fine, I guess. Uh, it's yeah. very much a different things for different people kind of concept, yeah. I think. I mean – Judging off of all of One Piece, I'm assuming that when they eventually find it, there's going to be like a guy who enslaved all of the fish or something. And I don't know. <laughs> they just run into Aquaman. <laughs> oh, buddy. Uh, well, we'll have to save that for next episode a little yeah, bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here. Uh, but yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't think Sanji's backstory like works for me all that well. I think it, his like goal of reaching the all blue is pretty interesting. I think well, like. I- his mm-hmm. relationship with Zeph is is pretty solid and kind of like cute, but um, I don't know. Like, I don't know why. I guess I don't have a good explanation. It just doesn't well, really hit for me. You're a confirmed Sanji hater, which I think might be playing into this a little bit. <laughs> you're a Zoro I man. You liked Sanji last time. <laughs> John, John, look. There, there's kind of a team Sanji versus team. Um, Zolo thing going on, and, oh. and John is a flag waving Zolo apologist. I just I should, don't like that Sanji is such a simp. Like it's annoying, and he's already I, been doing that. Well, yeah, it's mm. it's a, a key character trait for him. No, yeah, I I actually like this backstory quite a bit. I really like the reveal, the setup, and the reveal about when it turns out that Zeph gave him all the food. Um, yeah, you know he he's. Zeph says, you know, you know, here's your bag. It can last a couple days. Here's my bag. And he says, well, it's so much bigger. You know, it's, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an adult. But he gives them this command, like, I'll look for ships this way. You look for ships that way. Don't come over here unless you see a ship. Um, <laughs> and, you know, obviously yeah. he's, he's just concealing the truth, which is he gave Sanji all of the food. His bag is full of nothing but treasure. Yeah. Um, but. You know, he, he and th- th- this is also kind of the seed for you know Barty, right? He says, "I've got all this money, and none, you know, it'd be a fortune anywhere else, but it's worthless here." 
But if we ever get off of yeah. this, I'm going to open a restaurant because that's what we need right now. <laughs> it's a, that's actually kind of – I didn't really put that together, Matt, but that yeah. is true that like that treasure is what bought him Barati. So it's like – yeah, it's like he sacrificed his leg and like kind of his reward or his mm-hmm. like recompense is this restaurant. Yeah, well, and, and not just a recompense, but like Barati would have been the answer to their prayers. Not only a mm-hmm. ship to take them away, but – a ship that could have fed them, like, right there and then. And he's got this whole thing about, like, wouldn't it be great if there was a restaurant in the ocean? Because, you know, like the cooks in the kitchen said earlier, you can never be too confident about knowing you're going to have another meal when you're out on the water. Yeah. True. But to me, it, it, it this bit falls apart when he gets weirdly specific about how long they've been out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, Same. I just don't think that was necessary. You don't need to say... Okay, he ran out of food in like 10 days, and then 80 days later, they're breathing. And, and like, knowing Oda, honestly, he, this might actually not be as implausible as it seems. He is, you know, we've seen from the SBS, he's very research intensive. He can give you a very detailed breakdown on, like, why the pistols are the way they are, why pirates wear sashes or all that stuff. But he... It, if that's the case here, it would have been nice to see, like, a little editor's footnote of such and such person in 18-whatever... Yeah, I uh, actually survived for 92 days. But, yeah. uh, and it also could be like a reference to a story that isn't actually true, but yeah. is like a legend or something. I mean, yeah, you never know with this guy. He's such a fucking genius, but it's I very mean, true that. Yeah, that part was like funny, but that's like also we're in a universe with a guy who's made of rubber and a guy who can sleep. Yeah. To like exactly. Organs back together. Can't, so. can't be too picky. Here. <laughs> this, this, yeah. This, yeah. Like this truly is anime world. Like you can't explain an explanation all the time. Like, yeah. oh, that butler has, like, a sheep's head. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, I also, I also like the payoff of the story, like, a decent amount, you know, at the end yeah. when um, Zeph, like, punches him and they're all like, holy shit, he oh, hit him with yes. his hand. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, so, yeah, to touch on that a bit, you know, obviously they get saved and, and it's been observed that Sanji is the oldest cook at, you know, at Barati, he's the sous chef, he's the number two guy. He's got a weird relationship with Zeph, and he fights like Zeph. Zeph taught him the kick. Um, and Sanji has a thing. This is one of my favorite details about him, and it's something that Oda has not swerved from at all, is that Sanji does not fight with his hands because a cook needs his hands. And I really like that because, you know, he cares more about cooking than fighting. He's really good at fighting, but that's not his number one deal. He's not trying to be the biggest badass. He just wants to cook, you know, he wants to feed people. Yeah. And I, I really have a soft spot for anime. Like, there's a series, don't have to go into this rabbit hole too much, but called Puella Magica Madoka Magica. One of my favorite characters from this is a girl named Kyoko, and she's really particular about not wasting food. Like, she'll fucking attack you if she sees you wasting food. And Sanji has this exact same mindset. You know, this is why they fed the pirates. You know, all these other cooks are like, why the fuck would you feed these people? They don't mean us well. Why'd you feed Don Creek? Why'd you feed Jin? And it's because, you know, they nearly starved to death. Mm-hmm. And so if they're, you know, it doesn't matter if it's the most evil person in the world. They, you know, if they are in a position to feed them, that's what they're going to do. Uh, that's just a bottom line. If they need to kick their ass after, fine. But they're not going to not feed them. Food is too yeah. important. Yeah, and, like, that whole thing is, you know, pretty much the central drama of this final conflict, right? Where, you know, they feed, uh, is his name Jin or whatever? Jin, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, he 
<laughs> this, uh, Sanji is a character I should like more than I do, honestly, because I do relate to the whole like love language of food thing. I mean, that is like one of the major ways that I personally like show people I care about them is baking yeah. them or cooking for them or whatever. Not baking them, baking for them. I should uh, clarify. I don't bake my friends, but uh, <laughs> all right, maybe uh, you're protesting well, right a little much. I, I is this coming off the that. detailed uh, how would I cook a human leg? Ways I could exterminate my friends if I wanted to or anything. But <laughs> if it was, even even if it was, I wouldn't do it. Obviously. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Starting to notice a theme on this episode from you, John. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but yeah, that 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 was actually more effective for me than Sanji's backstory was the whole thing mm-hmm. with uh, Gin or Jin, however you want to say it, and him, you know, stupidly being loyal to Don Krieg and also him refusing to kill Sanji and then yeah. accepting his punishment for doing that and all that stuff. It's like uh man one piece at its best man i love it i i agree so did just for the recap aspect of the show right um you know me uh dracula mihawk hawkeye's mihawk just sailed away at the end of last episode now it's time for the confrontation between the don creek pirates such as they are and uh you know Barty and the straw hat which really is just the straw hat at this point because everybody else is fucked off to chase after nami um but Jin, who you know kind of the most sympathetic Krieg pirate so far. He's the one who's kind of, you know, said, Hey, can we not betray these people that saved our lives? He pulls a gun on Zeph. As soon as Zeph gets involved, uh, he threatens Sanji. Hey, I'm going to blow this guy's brains out if you do anything. And there's a whole series of moments where Sanji is so, I don't know, attentive to that commandment that he's not even trying to dodge the hits. Like he's not just not fighting back. He's just taking every blow. From this insane freak Pearl who is fucking gross and awful. Um, and ultimately, like, like this is really kind of tugging at, at Jin's heartstrings, right? And eventually he, he breaks Pearl's armor himself. He says, if anyone's going to kill Sanji, it's going to be me. Um, Krieg, who's just a complete asshole. I, I think you see profiles of his nose like several times. And I think it's really obvious that um, they're going for like a Roman emperor kind of thing, right? He's got this golden armor. He's just reclining. He's like a Caesar. And fun fact, we actually see a flashback of uh, Krieg. I think it was in like the opening days of Barati where he's there on a date. Maybe he was the asshole who drank all the wine. I, I don't remember. But hmm. but there's a there's just a brief flashback of when Barati first opened that he's just some douchebag customer who wasn't anybody by then. And you can only tell because that weird crooked nose of his. Yeah. Um. But anyway, sorry, I, I'm I'm dragging this on too long, but. Yeah, then then Jin and, and Sanji fight, and as you know, Sanji's gotten the crap kicked out of him already. It's not a fair fight, and Jin just gets so emotional about this that he, you know, basically says, "I know that we don't do this, but can we please not kill this guy? He saved me, and by extension, all of us." Um, so then Krieg, who's a shithead, who's already done this fake out with the infamous poison grenade, and oh, it's actually full of shuriken. Then he really does get the gas bomb. And, um, you know, this could kill everyone around them, right? Like, we've seen all these pirate captains that rule by fear. And I, I, I think that Krieg might be the last one of these, to be honest. Because, like, this is real small-timer shit. 
uh, as we're yeah. going to see more and more down the road. Like I mean, you in can't certain in certain ways it is, but also I think uh, you know I didn't remember Don Krieg being this formidable, but he actually is pretty powerful, right? Like, he holds his own. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's mostly his armor and weapons and stuff, but yeah. like we'll see he's, a lot of that more later. That's like he's not the last character who's going to kind of lean on gadgets and gizmos and stuff. So it's a real Batman quality. Like him lying. Oh yeah, and him lying also is like I never thought about that as being a strength, but it really is. Like, and he uses it pretty, pretty strongly, yeah, pretty it, effectively. I mean, he's a really ruthless, like bottom of the line kind of thing, right? Like, as long as we win, that's all that matters. And yeah, he, he's got the suit because he's rich. He's like bat, like an evil Batman, right? Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> have any particular powers of his own, but he's got all the gadgets that money can buy. But just to go back to the robe by fear thing, though, like. If you really want to get somewhere as a pirate in the world of One Piece, you need a coherent crew. And even if you're an evil son of a bitch, you need to have evil son of a bitches who want to be there with you. Enthusiastic. This whole thing of like, I'm going to murder, I'm going to murder you because you said maybe we shouldn't go back to the Grand Line. That's just not going to cut the cheese when they actually get back. Um, and, and that's just something True. I really like about One Piece. Everyone has to have a coherency in the, their kind of, you know, their, their crewman family like bonds. Yeah, totally. Anyway. Um, I wanted to bring up a couple fun little things. Don't really have to do with the actual chapters, but I thought they were cool. Yeah. Um, the character poll. We got our first character poll. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Somehow, Kuina got number 10. I don't know how. <laughs> a recency bias on some of these. Oh, wait, no, was Kuina yeah. the, the girl from um, Zolo's backstory? Yeah. She's great. This is what we were bitching about when we talked about her. It's like she's really yeah, cool. Like she she made the pull, but has the shittiest backstory. Yeah, and then she just immediately dies off screen of an illness or whatever. That sucks. Yeah. Though so, <laughs> to be honest, not not prime writing right there. Knowing One Piece, maybe she'll come back after all. Who knows, man? I mean, I, we've talked recently. You know, he'll just go hundreds and hundreds of chapters in advance on some of this stuff. You know. Yeah. Be what if he just the only reason he's writing One Piece still is to figure out a way to loop back and correct that <laughs> wrong he did so early on? Oh, I love that. That would be awesome. <laughs> so speaking of things coming back around, I'm gonna mention a couple of things that I'm not gonna really talk about why they're important, but I just want to mention for future reference. Mm-hmm. Um, someone asked in an SBS about the D in Monkey D. Luffy, and he was oh. like. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Just I, it's just D. <laughs> I cannot answer that question. Yeah, I think they say what does the D yeah, stand for? He's like, I can't answer I can't answer that question yet. Yeah, which very funny um, that already people are like, hey, what's up with that? And for what it's worth, um, you know, John, as you and I know, long term listeners will will get to know a little bit more about the D stuff, but I don't think he to this day has revealed what it actually stands for. We know more about it, but we still don't really know. No. We don't know the whole deal yet, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The other thing is that there was a bunch of fan art that was submitted and included in the chapters, and one of the people who wrote in was named Viviana. Uh, So really, I I love the fan art bits, right? We've seen some of these in the SBSs of saying, like, only the top quality picks will be chosen. But I really love these art characters because they're clearly drawn by kids. Like, they're not really great pieces of art they're they're just kind of crude like you'd see doodled on you know like a like a school uh you know spiral notebook or something i disagree that they're not good because they're better than what i could do 
<laughs> they're way better than what I could do. I, and I, I, I phrase that poorly. I think they're great for what kids are, but it really hits yeah. home. These are not adult fan artists. Like they're really trying to get like eight to even 17 years old. Patrick, yeah. just out of curiosity, are you um are you reading the SBS stuff? I know when you first yeah. hit, you were kind of skipped through. Cool. Are you liking it at all? <laughs> yeah, I like I like. Uh, it's hard to remember them all because each yeah each, uh, issue has almost all. Well, I think it's towards every the, volume. The ones that we've been reading, they're different. Yeah, yeah. But, it, um, I do like his insights to all of them. I remember the Monkey D. Luffy one where he mm-hmm. saying can't tell you what the D means. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just cool insights into how he thinks about things. Like, and the ridiculous thing about the power levels, I think they talked about that. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) I'm saying, like, how, how powerful is, like, uh, the gum gum, whatever? How long can he stretch or something? (laughs) Yeah. 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 How many meters can he stretch or something like that? (laughs) It's totally gibberish. And he he answers with, like, made up units of measurement and, like, does conversions, like, three times in fake units. So it's pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah, it's really funny. Sometimes he answers very seriously and in a lot of detail. A lot of times he's kind of playing with these kids who are obviously playing with him with these the questions that he's sending in and just being a goofy guy. Yeah, and he is a goofy guy. I mean, oh, yeah. You can tell just from one piece that it's like, <laughs> this is not a guy who will go five minutes without making a goof, you know? Yeah, this is not berserk. This, this, <laughs> this is not something to take too seriously. Yeah. Like um, the thing with the um, the mountain the mountain bandits when they bust the door down and then they, <laughs> you know they do their thing and then they leave the doors constructed and he's like, and someone's like why why was why was that door back together and he says well the obviously there was a construction person there and he like built it very fast while they were talking and then he drew a picture of the construction guy yeah. and then it's come like I definitely didn't just screw up <laughs> and forget or yeah. something like yeah. that yeah. Um, um, all right, do want- so can we – let's just briefly touch on the the fights. Um, uh, I want to know what both of you yeah. guys thought of them. I, I We don't have to, like, sit here and talk about, oh, and then he punched him and then he did Yeah, that's fine. Blah, blah, that's fine. But, like, uh, I personally thought Luffy and Don Krieg's fight was pretty sick. Like, there was yeah. a part where Luffy got caught in the net and he wrapped his, like, legs around Don Krieg's head and then, like, twisted him and, like, smashed him down. Yeah, that like, that's really – cool. And also just the the whole – all the art in this fight, really good. Top notch. Yeah. Like, to me, their fight really drove home just the coolness of the concept of, like, we're not on an island. We're on a ship. Like, actually, we're kind of on a series of different ships and hopping around. Luffy's biggest weakness is water, and there's water all over the fucking place. Yeah. Uh, um, You know, I, the, the Pearl fight sucked. It's boring. I hate Pearl. My <laughs> least favorite character today. Maybe in the whole series. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Jin's fight isn't really cool, it's just thematic. And, and just as a quick side note, I looked up Jin um, before this recording, and I had no idea, but in Japanese, it's a pun for silver, which implies he's Creek's number two guy, because Creek's got the gold armor. Just, again, totally mm-hmm. over my head. I thought it was referring to the liquor, but Creek's yeah. got some moves, right? Like, he's got these weird, like, stake shooting shield crap, like this. <laughs> it doesn't really make any sense if you think about it, but like a, a spear with a thing that just explodes every time it hits you like a very like video gamey kind of weapon. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and like we were talking about earlier, he's just a snake. He'll just lie. He'll, he'll misrepresent what he's, you know, about to do, but Luffy's incredibly direct and Luffy's, you know, dogged directness uh, is what keeps him from interfering with Sanji and it, you know ultimately kind of wins, but like Krieg would have won the fight if Jin didn't knock him out at the very end, right? 
Yeah. And, and really, mm-hmm. if like if Sanji didn't save Luffy's life, he's in the net. He's in the water. Yeah. Um, and again, it's that testament of like you can't really get that far in One Piece without earning genuine loyalty from allies. Um, yeah. You know, if their positions were somehow reversed, I don't know if. I mean, I guess Jin would have dove in after him, but he would probably have went too fucking poisoned yeah. from the betrayal to come back up with them. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I I agree that like the action was cooler in the Luffy Don Krieg fight, but the drama yeah. was maybe better in the uh, Jin and Sanji stuff. But yeah. I mean, they were cross connected, right? And like, oh my god, the part where Luffy like throws the the gas masks to Sanji and Jin, oh that was and then so he's like, good. Wait, now what am I gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> That was totally pure, yeah, pure Luffy just acting on impulse and going, like, oh, oh, wait. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he didn't have anyone around him to tell him that's not a good idea. <laughs> he just did it. Yeah. Um, is there Do anything we- else that we want to touch on? Uh, just briefly sum up the ending, I guess, right? You know, fight's over. Sanji says that he is, you know, he's still going to stay at the restaurant. But there's this great moment where Luffy basically says to Sanji that Zeph didn't sacrifice his limb just for you to feel indebted to him for the rest of your life. And there's like an explicit, one of the only times that we actually get it like an interiority out of Luffy where we actually see inside his head. And we said, as Luffy is telling him that he's thinking about when Shanks gave up his arm mm-hmm. for Luffy, mm-hmm. really drawing an explicit like comparison that, you know, Zeph is as great a man as Shanks in this way. Yeah. Um, all the cooks, <laughs> this is very funny to me, but all the cooks tried to get Sanji to follow his dreams by lying and saying his soup sucks ass. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that was good. But I think the thing that really breaks him is when Zeph punches him. Yeah. With his hand, you know, it, and, and it, it really takes that buildup of like, I'll never fight with my hands. It's too important for him to really, you know, understand how important it is that you, you need to leave here. You need to go live your life. Yeah. And then, I, I love the part where Luffy's just like, but wait, this soup is good, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luffy can't lie. Like, like, yeah, he's eating it the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have more seconds. Like, oh, And I think, I think it's come up before, but they're like, why would you say that? <laughs> like, why, <laughs> why would you be honest in a moment that really requires dishonesty? He's like, what? I am. I am who I am. <laughs> but, All yeah, right. I... I love Barty. I, I really enjoyed this arc. It was a real blast to revisit. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right. Well, if no one has anything else to say about these chapters, there weren't that many, so we don't need to talk about it for too, too long. No. But I think we pretty much touched on everything that we particularly care to touch on. So that concludes the recap and discussion portion of the podcast. And now we have a fun game to play. Yes. Oh, I'm excited. So um, we're going to be revisiting last week's game where uh, John presented Patrick, who's a a newcomer to the series and manga in general, uh, with a series of characters who haven't shown up yet. And uh, it's kind of getting an impression of them. You know, what do you think their deal is? Who do you think they're affiliated with? Um, I mentioned this at the time, but uh, I'm fully caught up in the manga and and John is very substantially far along, but he's not quite caught up too. So this time both of them get to play along. I've got five images of future characters here that I'm going to be presenting. So I think uh, let's go ahead and start off with this gentleman. Wow, you have that many? Uh Uh-huh. 
Oh, I, I fucked up. I have to open Oh, yeah, sorry. It's in the, uh, yeah. Oh, wow. So it's like a lion that is also his belt or something? <laughs> Wait, is it on, is it on something? It's oh, in the, uh, for John, right? No, this is for both of you. Um, but yeah, it, it's the, the text version of the, the voice channel that we're both on. Um, okay, I see it now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. What is, uh, what are we looking at here? <laughs> it looks like the lion is his belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, belt would be a generous interpretation of what I'm. <laughs> so you think the, I'm you, see, you think the lion is his dick? I mean, if it looks like a if it looks like a privates and it uh, <laughs> looks like it looks like he's gonna shit out of a lion's mouth right now. That's what it looks like it's gonna happen. <laughs> so uh, I I tried to find this image. Uh, it would have taken more work than I was able to give it, but there's a moment where the lion with the lion's paws punches the person with the lion in the balls <laughs> really hard and uh it's very very funny interesting so that means the lion is not his genitals if it's able to punch him in the genitals hmm sounds like spoilers to me matt wow. well i apologize uh, no 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 I, um, <laughs> um i would yeah, I, yeah just look see what you're seeing <laughs> this guy strikes me as a bad guy because i'm getting uh okay. the vibes of that other circus dude I feel like if you're uh, the character who has enslaved a feline companion, mm, then you're a Yeah, I see what you're saying. So I think he's either... He doesn't look like a marine, so I'm going to say he's a bad pirate. Okay. What do you think, Patrick? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow up this picture. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's clearly, clearly a bad guy. Look at the scowl on his face. He's a huge <laughs> dude. He's got gloves for beating the poor people with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's got a, like a, some kind of marching band hat on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good comparison. Yeah, and purple, uh, purple like tribal tattoos. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean maybe that lion is maybe that lion is just like saying, ah, I wish I could get away from this guy. I, so I think that's true, like Patrick. I think okay, you're right about that. Hell yeah. Uh, as a quick yeah, side note, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Wait. Okay. So I thought he was sitting on his legs, but it looks like his legs come out. Like at the, they're just really stick legs, like mm -hmm. little tiny legs. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. He's sitting on a like chair. Like peg or legs almost. They're sitting on like a green leaf or something. Is he underwater? <laughs> He's not underwater, right? I mean, I'll answer if you really want to know, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say bad pirate. I'm going to say bad pirate. Bad pirate. Okay, cool. Cool. You did remind me of some. I, I, we'll see. We'll see. No comment. <laughs> but, uh, you reminded me though of the uh, the brief, you know, the the cover journey, and we got to see Buggy and what Buggy's crew is up to. Oh yeah! And uh, you did remind me. I really love the like three or four cover sequence where Moji becomes the new pirate captain, and then they immediately get their ass handed to them. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, because Moji sucks. Oh, he's, he's just a lion. He's just a lion, dude. <laughs> okay, here's a uh, person number two. Okay. Okay. Wow. You know that person, John? <laughs> wow. Uh. And I will say, John, I, I really specifically tried to avoid, like, big reveal characters. I'm, I'm not trying to spoil you on anything here. I wanted to keep it ambiguous with everything. Um. I don't think this guy is a pirate or navy. I think okay. he is the third thing, and I think I know. I think you know what I mean. Oh, the CP thing. Uh, no. Oh, okay. 
Also, that's a bad acronym. We don't well, support that. I <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I know. <laughs> no, the uh, the. You can DM me if you want, but it's fine. <laughs> Patrick, what do you think about this dude? I'm not getting bad pirate vibes, which is weird because you think you should. But I think, mm-hmm. uh, what was it, naval officer was the other one? Or navy person? Yeah, I think we're saying, you know, navy, pirate, um, or just like world government in general. But yeah, like world government, pirate, or um, good, say good. good guy. or Yeah, good person. Good guy pirate. Good guy pirate. Regular, regular pirate. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hell yeah. I don't know why, though, because, like, I guess he doesn't... I mean, the first guy looks, like, so much more evil than this guy. But it could be just as bad. I don't know. Got it. Going on just the cover, you know? Thank you uh, for clarifying, John. I know exactly what you mean. Yes. uh, John alluded to another thing that we're just not far enough along to even really touch on yet. Yeah. But th- those are the vibes I'm getting. And maybe if you're a smart listener who has uh, One Piece, you might know what the fuck we're talking about. But if not, yes. this makes yeah. no sense to you. Uh, yeah. I think this guy's cool. I like that he fights with a staff. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. I-, I think he's hot, actually. I'm just going to say it. I, yeah. think he- I think he's hot. He has approximately eight abs. Um, he has big old <laughs> nipples, and I love that. Can't see his mouth, which, which uh, I'll mention is not just a-, a coincidence of the angle here. Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. He has a what? You can't see his mouth in this. Uh, and, and this is no. kind of like the camera angle, so to speak, is like low and looking up. I just wanted to point out that, that that is not an accident of this one particular picture. That is more of a common character trait for him, is that you don't really get a good look at his mouth most of the time. Interesting. Like he's giant. I kind of like his tattoos. He's got like some cool tattoos on him. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Patrick, I, I I would say he's a tall guy. There are certain characters who are meant to be, like, notably giant, and, and I wouldn't consider him notably giant. Which I'm only saying because we don't have any like anybody else in this photo for scale or anything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, cool. I like him. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to get to him. Nice. Okay, person number three. Cool, cool, cool. Alternate universe, Colonel Sanders. I'm getting, this is Foghorn Leghorn in this universe. I will say I had to look this character's uh, first appearance up just to make sure uh, if if you had caught up to to this individual or not yet, John. Okay, okay. Yeah, tell, tell the listener what we're looking at here. We have, like... An eagle man, maybe? Some kind mm-hmm. of bird person. Fat bird person. He's <laughs> rotund. He has checkered white and red pants. He has a pocket watch and a baby blue vest. Um, very kind of, fancy kind of, looking. Yeah. You got the, like, Dr. Robotnik proportions. Yeah. He almost has, like, a Scrooge McDuck vibe, too. Like, he's on his way <laughs> to exploit some poor people. <laughs> yeah, it seems like he's gonna go beat some diamond miners that stole yes. <laughs> my emerald mines are underperforming i shall visit and see to the rebels <laughs> yeah so kind of a, a rich asshole vibe is is kind of where we're landing on here yeah that's what i think yeah okay cool cool i think i think he's um like a like a capitalist who mm-hmm. isn't world government but has like cronies that work for him in the government or something like that oh okay cool 
Yeah, so maybe government aligned, but yeah, just just a a big shot of some sort. He's a real Elon Musk, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm cool. Getting, uh, I'm getting Gilded Age uh, Robert Baron vibes. Oh yeah, kind of 1920s style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, fourth, and then we have one last one to end on a, a big note with. Now, I will just say, this one is so cutting-edge, we don't have a anime version of it yet, because the anime is not caught up to this yet. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I know some things about this, but this is a... Looks like a lady, short hair, and a bodysuit, and a... What maybe is like a... Very long arms. She might have like a leather Very jacket, or some kind of canvas coat, or something like that. It seems to me like kind of a bomber jacket look, yeah, which... Kind of goes with the helmet with the aviation goggles, or, and I'm not spoiling by the way. That's just like the the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, she also, I, I have to bring this up because it's Oda. Her breasts are what I think are considered small in the One Piece universe, but in our universe would be huge. really. Uh, he he really. <laughs> oh my god! They they really start getting a little out of hand the longer the series goes on. So yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna agree with John here. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to guess she's a pilot of some kind because she has like goggles on her helmet and it looks like there's mm-hmm. a bunch of machinery and like maybe steam power or something going on behind her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So maybe she flies some kind, weird kind of like giant Zeppelin or something. She does have, yeah, yeah, those those are pretty distinctive boots. We don't see a full view wow. of them, but. There's, there's also like bubbles or something flying around. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand what that stuff is. When like we... anti-gravity stuff or. Yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? It looks and like we get she's a gl- putting her foot into something, so maybe she's inside like a mech. Maybe mm, she's like a mech yeah. pilot. That'd be cool. Well, we do see a glimpse of, you know, there's some um, text on her shirt, but we don't get a full view of what it says. It says PUN02. Maybe it's Punk02. I was thinking Punk as well, yeah. Punk2. Or Pungent02. Like she drives a fart machine, maybe. That's entirely possible. Yeah. Or Punch2. This is a little subtle, but I'll, I'll note also on her, um, as we see it on her ear, there's a, a thing kind of sticking up, too. Okay, I feel like that uh, is more evidence for pilot or mech pilot. Okay, yeah, nice. All I'll say... Why are her arms so long? <laughs> They're really long arms, man. They're really long arms. No, I, I, I don't disagree. Her, her hand basically reaches her upper thigh um, lengthwise, but all I'll say is that this... I, I wanted to get something from... from this arc without commenting on what arc I'm talking about. Extremely hard for me to do in a way that wouldn't reveal more than I wanted to reveal yet. Uh, hmm. Okay. Here's the very last one. And uh, I hope y'all will agree that this, there's a lot going on here. Uh, this one does have an anime equivalent, but I chose this photo. So this photo, this image specifically to keep it ambiguous about whether or not this person might be in the Navy. I didn't want you to, see if it is or if it isn't a white coat. Interesting. Huh. This is looks like a wrestler, kind of. Mm-hmm. His belt is... <laughs> is his name Order 66? His name is not Order 66. I can say that much. <laughs> he has two sixes very prominently displayed. He has mm-hmm. kind of a samurai-style robe on mm-hmm. and what looks like some kind of wrestler mask over his face. Very yeah, it's got kind of a but with, but with luchador but quality with hair yeah. coming out also, mm-hmm. which is odd. Interesting. It's got a big mane of hair. Yeah, 
I must say this is a bass drum player. He plays a gigantic bass drum, and he uses sound to knock down his enemies. Oh, I love that. Yeah, to me, like, the I don't even know what you'd call them, but the kind of like the, the two rows of buttons on either side yeah. of his top with the, you know, the kind of strings connected is something I really personally identify with, like a Napoleonic, like, officer's uniform or something like that, you know? True, true. Yeah, I, I have no idea on this guy, to be honest. It's a really weird mix of eclectic styles, right? I could see him being a Marine. I could see him being a pirate. Mm-hmm. I could see him being good. I could see him being bad. I really, I don't know. Cool. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say pirate. Okay, we got a pirate and we got a, there's just too much going on here. Awesome. Okay, well, uh, that's going to wrap it up for uh, my personal round of this game. I, I quite enjoyed that. <laughs> so I hope we find enough characters to keep this going down the road. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to our beautiful, shitty podcast. <laughs> uh, we appreciate everybody who listens. And if you appreciate listening to us, you can email us at devilfruitpunch at gmail.com. The best possible thing that you could do, though, would be to leave us a positive review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you got this podcast. Um, you can also ask us questions uh, in the email and maybe we'll answer it during the episode. That would be fun, wouldn't it? That'd be a blast. Love to hear yeah, from you. That'd be so much fun. Yeah. What a great idea. Until next time. Ahoy. 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 Ahoy.